Uh, I'll start with Tyson. Um, Tyson, obviously generating offenses, you know, it's, you guys seem to be having a bit of a tough go with it. So what's happening out there you think that uh, is, is making it so tight and keeping you guys off the board? Yeah, I mean, give them credit. They're playing a really tight game. They're not taking any chances, giving us any, um, you know, odd man rushes. But we've had some looks and um, we've got to capitalize on them. We've got to find a way to get one on that power play. And, um, you know, we got all the confidence in the world that we're going to be able to score goals. So we just got to stick with it. Darnell, if you can, just a thought, and I know this is really fresh, but losing the first couple of games at home is not ideal. This is going to be a massive challenge. And where's your head right now, kind of on, on what's in front of you? Oh, it's a, it's a challenge. It's uh, playing the playoffs is never easy. Uh, there's there's lots of ways to to have success, and sometimes that uh, you know the having the first two games go the other way, and then having that adversity in your face. I mean, we are uh, we're in a place now. We gotta you know just find ways to win games. So you can sit here and dwell and you know say the sky is falling, but I mean let's be real. We go. We uh, have a team that's uh, capable to show up uh, in our next game in two nights and, and uh, start to hopefully get some bounces our way and, and, and start to build off something. So uh, I'm not gonna, I don't think anyone in our room is going to sit back and feel bad for ourselves and feel, or feel like we're so far out of this one. There's uh, a lot of work to be done. It's not going to be easy uh, whatsoever. They're playing a really good, strong uh, team game, but uh, it's a challenge that uh, we, we got to be up to, to meet. Daniel Nidra-Bowman, The Athletic. Uh, I guess it's for Darnell. Uh, how did you feel your game as a team uh, was tonight in comparison with game one? I think we found ways to, to generate chances throughout the game from, from the first all the way uh, till the end of the game. So, um, you know, I, I feel like if our, if our team can continue to do that and then, you know, keep, keep the chances against low, I, I, like, uh, you know, I, I like our chances. I mean, that, that's no, all we can do is go out there and play and, and um, you know, play the right way. And, and for the most part, I thought we did say there's there's things that uh, we need to continue to get better at um, th this time of the year. But um, there's there's things that we could look back in our game and look at these two games and, and especially tonight and say, OK, we can we need to build off this and just take it to another level. And for Tyson, um, how, how did you guys feel like you generated uh, chances in comparison with with game one? Did you feel like you had some more looks? Yeah, I think we had some. I mean, we had some good looks. We had the one on the on the power play there, where I don't know how he got his hands up there and stopped Connor. But um, I mean, we're we're trying to get lots of pucks through from the blue line and and get some sticks on him and and try to get some greasy ones. I mean, um, that's kind of how the playoffs is. Uh, that's kind of how the playoffs goes. You look around the league; a lot of the goals are scored are just through a screen and and through a tip. And I thought we did a an all right job of getting some pucks through. And we had a couple a uh, couple close ones down by the net. Jim Matheson, Post Media. Uh, this is for uh, Tyson. Obviously, he had a five on three for 21 seconds in the third period. Uh, is it too simplistic to say that's where you lost the hockey game? You didn't score there. Yeah, I mean, it's 20 seconds. So, I mean, if that's a full two minutes, you might be able to look at that. But um, Leon had a good chance. If he gets that up, that's a goal. It's a good save by uh, Hellebuck. So, I don't think, uh, you know, you lose the game in 20 seconds. Thank you. Jason Greger, TSN 1260. Darnell, in, in the first period, you know, the Jets kind of really took it to you guys a little bit, but then you rebounded and controlled and had more shots than them in the second and the third. What did you guys change between the first and the second? I don't think we changed much. We just kept playing. I mean, that, that's like, you, like you, I mean, it's kind of 
metaphor for the whole series. Like you're gonna face adversity. You just gotta stick with your game. You just gotta keep playing. So, um, no, they they had uh, good pushes. We had good pushes, and it's uh, you know, a one goal game in, in OT. So it was uh, it was hard fought. And Tyson, you've been around a long time. You played in playoffs. We always hear how you know the, you know the game is called differently. Uh, they seem to let a lot go early on. Is that ever frustrating as a player, or do you just accept that there's a you know, quasi-different rule book and standard in the postseason. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely, uh, and it's no secret, the playoffs are called a little tighter, and, um, you know, they let a little, little more go. But um, certainly I don't think that was the, the issue tonight. I thought it was, a you know, a hard-fought game by, by both teams. And, you know, you go into overtime 0-0. Obviously, we would love to get our, our power plays and get a lot more. But I think uh, both teams are pretty aware of what they're doing, trying not to take penalties because, you know, both teams have good power plays. Derek Van Dees, Post Media. Hi, Darnell. This is for you. Um, I know you guys dominate the season series, but you guys were expecting a close series here with the Jets, especially with the the, the kind of playoff experience they have on their team. It, do you just look at it as they're getting a couple breaks in the first two games and you guys just didn't get the couple breaks in the first two games? I mean, they're, they're tight games, right? So um, they, I mean, you, you could look at both and probably say they could go, could go either way. Um, yeah, it's been... I mean, we, we knew it was going to be a tight series coming into this. We knew, we knew it wasn't going to be easy at all, no matter what uh, the regular season record was. So um, for us, I mean, you can't get uh, can't get frustrated too too far from our game. We just got to continue to play. Um, and, and like I said, we, we knew this was going to be a challenge. Um, we were you know, a, little, a little more behind it than uh, than you want to be at this point. But I mean, now you just have to you know continue to rise up and play your game. And um, I, I feel like if we do that, we have a lot of confidence in our team. And Tyson, just want to ask you, you guys were playing in a quiet building here, and now you're going to a quiet building in Winnipeg. How much does home ice advantage uh, mean in the series where there are no fans in the stands? Yeah, probably not as, as uh, you know, important as, as other years when you have your, you know, your, uh, your building behind you. But that matchup's big, and, um, you know, we, we wanted to take advantage of that. But I think, uh, if I'm not wrong, I think we have one of the best road records in the league. So um, we like playing on the road. It's not an issue, and um, we're – we're looking to go in and, and play uh, play two big ones and, and claw our way back into this thing. Terry Jones, Post Media. Go ahead, Terry. Terry, welcome back to you. Mark Spector, Sportsnet. Yeah, Tyson. Uh, this, you know, you guys in the Jets played six four games, six five, four three all season long. Uh, and then you get here to the playoffs, and it is absolutely, completely different hockey. Can you put into words how, you know, a sport can just be played so differently when you go from regular season to playoffs? What happens? Yeah, I think, obviously, everybody's trying to play tight D, and um, especially with the su success we had against these guys this year, uh, I imagine that, uh, you know, they're they're obviously focused on trying to stop our speed through the neutral zone, and and they're, you know, credit to them. They're not giving up any odd man rushes. They're taking no chances, and um, that's a little different than I think the regular season. So we'll we'll find a way to work through it, and it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be tough. But you know, if we can uh, play in their end and and get some sustained pressure, I think we'll be able to break them down. So we just gotta stick with it. Thank you, Terry Jones. Go ahead, try again. Uh, can you guys hear me? Yeah, gotcha. Uh, can you both take a turn at uh, describing what the uh, 
the atmosphere was like in the dressing room when you left? And, and could you both uh, uh, speak to the, uh, the game that uh, Mike Smith gave you in goal? Uh, the room when we left where? After the game? Yep. Yeah, obviously it's, uh, you know, it's a quiet, it's a quiet room, but you hate to lose one in OT, but, uh, you know, we, we've got a good, you know, we've got a good focus on what needs to be done. And we know it's not the end of the world. We got a lot of hockey left and um, you see series all, all the time go the distance. So um, we're prepared for a long series, so we're not uh, hanging our heads here. But I mean, Smitty was outstanding tonight. He made a bunch of big saves and um, I mean, he's he's been great for us all year, all, you know, these these two games, too. So. Uh, we would have liked to grind one out there for him in uh, in overtime, but at the end of the day, you're not going to win uh, with no goals, so we got to get him some support there. Yeah, I think Tice described the described the room pretty good. I don't think you ever lose a game and come in as electric in there. So um, as far as Smitty, Smitty, you know, played a great game and and gave us a chance and made some huge saves, especially early on in the game to to keep us in it. And I mean. Night in and night out, he shows up and uh, you know plays uh, plays a heck of a game. So we're uh, we're fortunate to have him, and I know he's uh, he's one of the hardest workers uh, in our room. So it's uh, it's not 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 too much of a surprise. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think French fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.